You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so my wife, we, we lived in Hawaii for four years, and the one thing that she always wanted to do was go ziplining. Oh. <laughs> but I, I, we just never did it. So our last week here, uh-huh. we cashed in a Groupon and went ziplining. Cashed and, it in. And it was fun. You know, it's adventurous, whatever, seven different ziplines and things like that. But the harness that you have to put on uh, is a little constricting. Yeah. And... Uh, and boa constricting a little bit um so we do the whole event and then like we're driving back from the north side of the island and she's already like posting this huge facebook post about <laughs> with all these pictures and stuff and it's not until like i get home and several people have already like seen the post that i realize there's just an unsettling amount of bulge <laughs> going on in the front uh to, to the it is actually your wife that was like i wanted to comment on it but like i didn't know if there was an appropriate way to talk about your junk on facebook so uh i should go ziplining then that way it feels like i have a bigger penis you know whatever works (laughs) uh here it is another week our final our final face our final week of apathetic enthusiasm. No, we can't. We have, the our, show must go on. Our final F to F, face to face, AE, sweaty garage version of apathetic enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, you know. So, guys, we are in memorandum. No, we are recording memoriam. This. Memorandum's like a memo. Mm, yes, it's not. It's not in inter office <laughs> uh, communication. Memorandum for record. <laughs> Uh, we are we are in my garage. This will be the last time for a very long time, I assume, yeah. where Travis and I are face to face. Until you face move to, face. to Nebraska. That's yeah. right. So the last time for a very long time. <laughs> if ever. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so so we decided to take a little bit of time out to, to listen to, to the let birds. The, let the birds in. Um, uh, we, got, we got my dog in here, garage <laughs> dolphin, still doing his thing. <laughs> Uh, and it's yet, bittersweet. We are. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie today. Uh, in in honor. <laughs> remember, remember, <laughs> the the fifth of November, twelfth of, of June. June. 
you know what? I, I, I'll say this right off the top here. We're, we're talking about V for Vendetta. Uh, there is the the famous line, remember, remember the 5th of November. Yeah. Which also happens to be my wife's birthday. That's the only reason I know your wife's birthday? Yeah. Uh, random fact, both her birthday and my birthday are in this movie. Because it, it there's like when... Uh, when the woman, the scientist is reading through her journal. Yeah. She mentions August 18th. Oh my God. So that's your birthday, isn't it? It is. So send all gifts to care of apathetic enthusiasm at dingy garage. (laughs) Dingy garage. Hashtag Hawaii. Yeah. That's how addresses work. (laughs) PO, PO box, dingy garage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so nine, six, two, one dingy garage. Yeah. Uh, Uh, but before we get started, I think we should do some, some beginning of the episode house cleaning. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, there's a few way, few ways to get a hold of us ahead of time. Make sure you go to Twitter at Apathusiast, Facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. And of course, uh, we got Instagram Apathetic underscore Enthusiasm. Uh, I I am in the midst of traveling when this episode comes out, so I probably went to Disneyland already. Yeah, that's right. I'm probably getting ready for a road trip. That's right. So, uh, all, you can probably find all kinds of fun Instagram pictures over on Instagram of, of, of me, uh, jet setting or, or I don't know, just driving around and and eating lots of food in California. It's probably just all pictures from in and out. I want you to send me a bunch of pictures of churros, Disneyland churros, just Disneyland churros and the little, uh, characters that, that turn the popcorn. Yeah. We'll we'll get pictures. Actually, can you change our logo on www.apatheticenthusiasm.com to just a churro? I mean, I can. Oh, you should do the logo. Like all the letters are churros. (laughs) I should just do Churathetic. I should just do Churathetic. churros with our faces on them yes. instead of our actual pictures. Oh my god. Um, we'll see. We'll see how busy I get. Oh my god. I st- I st- hopefully I've put out Road- an actual video of, from Comic-Con like a month ago. Rodenthetic churathasiasm. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, let's let's start talking about this movie. Hopefully uh if you caught last week's episode, you knew we were talking about V for Vendetta and you got a chance to watch this. Uh, if you haven't seen the episode, we're going to talk about all aspects or haven't seen the movie. We're going to talk about all aspects of it. So there will be spoilers. Just deal with it. Uh, no spoiler song. I'm not going to put that on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The, uh, chur- uh, churro song. No churro song. This no. is a 10 year old movie now. It is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, almost. Is it? Yeah, it's been out for a little over 10 years. Yeah. Now. You keep talking. I will. Uh, I will make sure to go to IMDb. So and, and I'll and I'll be honest with you. Uh, in part because I wasn't as knowledgeable about comics as, as I may be now. I'm still not that knowledgeable about yeah, comics. Yeah. But I didn't know when this movie came out that it was uh, based on a graphic novel. Oh. Uh, from from Alan Moore, uh, who also wrote uh, Watchmen. Yes. Uh, so he's sort of like a god <laughs> in, in terms of uh, old uh, DC Vertigo type uh, stuff. Absolutely right. And uh, you, you can see more of V for Vendetta in... DC Rebirth. Yeah. You know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that'll show up. Yeah. Uh, some, get some Guy Fox masks uh, going in there. Um, but yeah, so I saw this movie uh, in the theaters when it originally came out. Yeah. And, and really enjoyed it. Uh, although I, I will say, and not, not that the world has changed that much uh, in the last 10 years, but terrorism was still a pretty big hot topic, you know, about, five years after yeah. 9-11. So it's yeah. kind of kind of interesting, the theme of this movie, to open with our our hero, if you will, um, 
being a terrorist. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. Uh, I think I want to explore that a little bit later. I think that's wise. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, usually when like a big event happens, right. It, there's, there's a couple years until the general, uh, feel the general cultural feel starts to like turn against that a little bit. Okay. Right. And obviously, you know, nine 11, 2001 by 2006, you know, we'd, uh, Patriot Act and a lot of that stuff going on. Um, you know, there there was that that turn against it. Like, okay, maybe we're maybe we're um, doing something wrong here, right? Mm-hmm. I remember um, a couple during that time. I'd say like around two thousand four, two thousand five, right when uh, George Bush went into his second term of mm-hmm. office. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I admit I voted for uh, George Bush the first term. It was the first time I ever voted. Well, I don't know if I actually voted for him, but I wanted to, right? Um, you had a sticker for him. So. <laughs> well, because when I joined the Air Force, uh, it was getting around to be that, that first voting. And they're like, uh, you know, you got to vote Republican. I was like, why should I vote Republican? Like, well, they raise your, they they pay you. Like, they're the ones who raise your, your, your pay. So, I was, so immediately I was like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. I was like, oh yeah, got to think about number one, <laughs> George Bush, and then two, then nine eleven happened, and I was like, oh cool, let's let's you know whatever, blah blah. blah. Uh, <laughs> let's it go was, Air Force. Somewhere. And it wasn't until like I started uh, making some friends who were into like punk rock and stuff like that. I mean, I was I always had friends in punk rock, right? <laughs> but this one guy uh, gave me a CD, and it was uh, Punk Against Bush, and and I didn't I didn't know my my politics yet at that point in my life, and I was like, wait a minute. People are against him, <laughs> right? Everybody I know likes him because he's <laughs> he's increasing our paycheck. Because I'm surrounded by by the military guys, and so then I looked more into it. and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know if I don't know if I agree with this <laughs> side of the, the fence so much. But uh, anyways, you know, so that's 2004, 2005, and then V for Vendetta comes out, and that's you know that's around the time where I'm like maturing politically to to find out what I what I believe in. Yeah, if if you're if you're absolutely unfamiliar with the movie uh basically the premise is you have an individual who is a who is v uh who wears a a guy fox mask uh which you're probably familiar with now if you know about the anonymous movement and things like that oh which maybe we can talk about in a a little (laughs) bit um but yeah and he is living in a van uh, in a down by the river uh <laughs> that that may become a thing in this episode <laughs> or on the show um but no he the he lives in england and england is uh in a near future uh dystopian dy- somewhat dystopian yeah, yeah they there there was some sort of war that broke out in the united states that has basically crippled the united states and uh england's way of uh dealing with this time of confusion with with the uh political superpowers is they they nominate and and elect a supreme chancellor Mm -hmm. basically changing their their government structure uh it's very much not completely unlike england now but there's a it's a very um closed circuit tv sort of surveillance uh oriented society Um, it's much more in 1984 
sure. than, than yeah. current than current yeah. England is. I don't know CCTV in England. <laughs> it's a big thing. That's that's what I hear on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Where S- I get do all my research. SCTV. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. With Eugene Levy and, and, and nailed Rick it. Moranis. Um, but yeah, so they have uh, strictly enforced curfews. There are uh, these enforcers, sort of uh, not quite like police, but they um, they're these investigators that. Uh, go around and enforce the yeah, rules of the, the chancellor the fingermen the fingermen um <laughs> and and yeah everything's sort of that's uh, such a that's, yeah I, I mean i know why why they did it right like the chancellor's ahead uh, the tv is the mouth and and yeah. the enforcers are the fingermen yeah they're the the but, hands the, but the it's, fingers it's just so it's yeah. so weird it's yeah there's there's, a, want, there's a line somewhere in the movie that talks about puckering up because the finger men are coming uh, and it was like oh 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 <laughs> it's a tom, uh, it's a and tom green is in this movie because <laughs> freddie got fingered <laughs> freddie got fingerman let's yeah. let's do a mashup of that oh my god um you have to be tom green though <laughs> and I'm... my bum is on the swedish <laughs> backwards man backwards man <laughs> I can walk backwards as fast as you can. Gosh, Tom Green. Well, that's a terrible t- – well, let's not get off on a Tom Green tangent, but uh, I got respect for that guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the, our other main character in this film is Evie, played by uh, Natalie Portman, and also Queen Amidala. You know. uh, I love her. She's so beautiful. She's the best. She's so beautiful. And she has a great haircut by the end of this movie. Yeah. Still, uh, uh, Chelsea said, God – she, if anybody can rock a, a shaved head, Natalie Portman can. I'm like, yeah, she. Can. And then I walked in. and I was like, come on. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, so so she plays Evie, who uh, I'm surprised Chelsea didn't say like, yeah, Travis does kind of look like Natalie Portman. <laughs> looks like Natalie Portman. Yeah, there's so many. There's so many guys that you in the profile. There's so many people you look like that she also finds subsequently attractive, like 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 Natalie Portman. Sebastian Shaw and. Uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Like, oh my God, they looks like just like Travis. Yeah. Hit us up on social media and tell me who you think I look like. <laughs> um, but right, yeah. Anyway. So so she's uh, she's basically lost her whole family due to the events of these wars and uh, a biological outbreak that took place. Um, so yeah. So she is sort of ripe for uh, rebellion uh, just because of uh, sort of the lifestyle that she's led. Uh, but she's got like kind of like a normal job working at the state-run television broadcasting mm-hmm. uh, conglomerate and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but by chance, she goes out past curfew, and uh, some fingermen try to finger her. Yeah, that, quite quite literally. Yeah, actually, yeah they they try they try to rape her, and uh, um, of course she is saved by the titular V. Yes, who goes off titular. on one of my <laughs> one of my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my favorite uh like monologues uh, for for a character introducing himself yes in his vivacious and <laughs> victorious v introduction yeah um he uses vaudevillian at one point he which does. i don't think he is ever a vaudevillian but you know, no no but but it's a good v word uh let's talk about v okay. let's talk about v for a little bit um we know throughout the course of the film as we discover who this character is that he was uh part of he was experimented on he had a particular biological factor that allowed him to i don't know become this disease like his blood and allowed them to create this disease um but he was experimented on to a point where he uh 
became he got like super strength and like so, and like reflexes and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but his entire body is like burned horribly. Yeah, he he kind of looks like Deadpool. Almost worse. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, but, but I mean, if if Deadpool wore a Guy Fox mask. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and a, and a wig. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But so for the the purpose of interaction, he covers up that horribly burned appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically using what is now a famous Guy Fox mask, uh, many, a wig. I'm going to keep track of how many times we say Guy Fox. How, what are we up to? One million. One, one hundred million people. I'll just say, dude, <laughs> dude Fox. <laughs> what's, what's another word for Fox? Weasel? No, buddy. I'm, I'm not your. It's I'm not, not your, a Zootopia. Reference, I'm not your I'm Guy not. Fox, buddy. I'm uh, not your buddy Fox. But yeah, and uh, and really, we don't ever see the actor's face, no, ever in this film. Uh, we we know we know it's Hugo Weaving, yeah, uh, who does the voiceover. Anderson. Yes, uh, but, but, but let's let's talk about V, right? Like he, okay, obviously he has this this backstory where he's experimenting on and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, he he does all most of his actions throughout this movie, like with under the guise that he's like. Going for like revolution, almost right. Sure, but he's yeah. still he's still doing that and getting revenge on these people who were at this, uh, um, at this hospital or this institution, or whatever. Because he he kills he kills a bunch of people who are he basically on him, he right? basically takes all of the leadership of this facility that he was experimented on, and his vendetta, if you will, he is, is is to go and and kill all these people that were responsible for basically making him what he is. Right. Um, that takes place mostly over the course of a year between two fifths of November, if you will, the first where he blows up, uh, the old Bailey. Yes. Um, in, in a eruption of fireworks eruption. Uh, and then, and then gives his, and then basically comes out to the world and says, Hey, uh, I, I blew up the old Bailey next year i'm going to do something even bigger if you if you have any problems with this government if you if you don't like what is happening then join me at parliament next year uh and let's have a revolution right yeah. say you want a revolution <laughs> uh, um sorry yeah. about that sorry uh but yeah and so then he spends that next year uh interact doing his revenge on on all of the leadership of that facility and also sort of working on his interaction with Evie and, yeah. uh, and sort of and, and molding kind of her to, to what she is. At men- the men- of the film. Mentoring her, if you will, if you will, if you, if, if you, you if will, you, I will. Oh, excellent. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what do you think about his, his motives and his, his motivations in this? Because obviously there are issues with the government in, in this form of, uh, right. Leadership. Uh, but are his does that excuse his ways of of sparking change? Um, so you know, like part of part of his vendetta, right? Isn't only isn't only the, the the six or whatever people who are part of that original hospital, right? The ones who experimented on him, and it's not just to to blow up Parliament as he does. Well, he right. doesn't do it at the end of the movie, but, right? And and as he says, buildings are symbols. Yes. So he's, he's not trying to blow up parliament at a time when it's full of people. Right. He's trying to blow up the symbol yes. and what it represents. Um, but you know, the, part of it also is 
the the reason um, there's there's this event that led up to the the election of the chancellor, which is there's they call it this the plague of Saint Mary's or whatever. Right. And basically, they used the blood that they derived from uh, V to basically the government killed a bunch. They they, they created a biological weapon that killed, they, killed instead of using it on an enemy, they used it internally on their own people. And they to, killed a hundred thousand of yeah. of uh, their own friends and family, almost as a way to in, incite fear mm-hmm. and then and and elect the chancellor, which you know. Not that we're seeing that anywhere else in the world. No, today. no, no, no. Allegories are not located here. Um, so, yeah, I, he like he doesn't kill anybody that doesn't really deserve it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's you can make arguments for even like uh, the fingermen at the beginning. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't just slaughter them. No, uh, a lot of them he just kind of like knocks out or just like. Uh, just sort of incapacitates them in order to save Evie. Right. But he's not, he's not just out there viciously like trying to murder everybody. Right. You know, and he's not, he's not killing people. Just he's not a terrorist in the fact that he's inciting fear. Right. He's inciting action. He's, right? he's sparking a revolution, if you will. Right. And, and yeah, which again is based on your perspective. Yeah. I I don't I don't disagree yeah. with that. And in the media in the movie, you know, paints his actions as fear based, right? Sure. Um, which you know the the media has that that power. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why he attacks the media directly, <laughs> <laughs> right? And 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 sort of the mouth that is, it's it's convenient in a way that the person that is like the face of this like propaganda spewing media like television show, uh also happens to be one of like the colonels from the facility so that when he takes him out early in the film, it's like, yeah, this is for the sake of my, uh, you know, trying to take out all these uh, facility (laughs) heads, but also I'm, I'm silencing this propaganda spewing guy. bigot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, what, what else? Like, yeah, I mean, just, I, I don't just, know. I mean, what are your what are your what are your thoughts on that? Right, like, it's it's interesting because I feel like, and and I don't want to get in, in, into any trouble here, but like, there's <laughs> there are people that yeah. have opinions about various governments throughout the world that they're they're not happy with the way things are going. They're not happy with sort of the way things are run. And personally, I don't believe that taking V's approach is the best way to 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 make change happen. Right? Yeah. Um, there are groups out there that have taken on the appearance and and sort of um, the ideals and and want to invoke change through other means. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't believe in that. But for this for the sake of the film, I I can't be upset with. V because I think in this particular society and the way and what he's doing, he's a lot of, a lot of the citizens have basically accepted the world they live in and said, okay, you know, the government runs this stuff. We watch, we watch, we all watch the same thing on TV. We all, we're all in by curfew. Take take care of us. Yeah. Take, take care of us. Uh, we want to be safe. Go ahead and take care of us. And, And he talks about the, uh, 
that people shouldn't fear their government. The government should fear their people. And, and, you know, that's, that's an interesting, you know, I, 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 I do still believe in a, in a government run by the people and for the people. So, you know, I think that government, uh, elected individuals should 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 look out for their people and so i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna blow up a symbol <laughs> yeah. uh in order to get that point across but i you know i i give them benefit of doubt with that yeah um it's all it's all symbolic and you know the 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 his actions in this movie are indicative of you know the society that the movie presents yeah uh let's talk about the the folks that he's uh his his little side quests, if you will, uh, the the folks that he's he's taking out one by one, um, they 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 definitely don't hide that these people. They try to make them as re- reprehensible as possible, um, and and so then maybe it's it's another way that they through through the story telling process can can make you not feel as bad about him killing those people. Yeah. Um. Again, maybe it's. I mean, they they do they. Okay, so the movie they want you to sympathize with them. Sure. I mean that that's that's the intent of it. Yeah. And they they do that not they probably a little bit with the, the side characters that that he kills, right? But primarily they sympathize through him with Evie, right? Yeah. Okay. Um that I mean that's 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 the method, right? For for Evie to go through this this change and to understand, you know, when she first meets V, she's like, are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a madman. <laughs> um, and even, uh, there's a point where, uh, she gets, um, she gets captured and she thinks she gets captured by the state and the state is interrogating her. Right. Um, and, uh, during this interrogation period, which uh, we assume is a couple months or, or so, mm-hmm. um, she keeps getting notes from the prisoner next to her, uh, which tells a story about, um, uh, a woman who's a lesbian and people not uh, letting her come out and, and eventually the state um, going after her because she's, she's different, right? She's, she becomes yeah. the other. Um, and so Evie reads that. And then so at the last part of the interrogation point, the guy comes in in the shadows and he says, uh, you need to confess now or you're going to die. He but, basically says, give us any information on V. Like yeah, and anything if about his whereabouts. If you don't give us anything, you're gonna die. And she's like, "Okay, well, then <coughs> I'm good with dying. Go kill me." Yeah. Uh, and so then it turns out that it's been V the entire time interrogating her for these these we assume months. Mm-hmm. And so she comes out and she's like, she's pissed off about WTF, it. WTF, mate? <laughs> she's pissed off about it, rightfully so. But and V isn't he's not happy about it, right? Like he, it's not something he wanted to do. But he felt that it was necessary, and the only way that he could get her to a point past her fears. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that you know, like the 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 hopelessness, and realize like, okay, well, there's if if I'm gonna die, then I'm, I'm gonna die. He's he's also, you know, become a martyr himself in a way. And he, he, he doesn't expect to live past that second, fifth of November. Yeah. Um, and accepts that. Uh, and so he's, he sort of goes through that process to sort of allow Evie to be the next person to, to see things through. Uh, quite literally, because she's the one that has to <laughs> pull the lever yeah. and, and send the train in to, to blow up Parliament. Um, are his methods... Uh, 
Are you cool with what he did? <laughs> Are you, blowing, blowing up Parliament? No, uh, the way that he tricked Evie into into that state. Uh, no, I mean that that's kind of that's a kind of dick move. Yeah, a little <laughs> it's, bit. It's, I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty extreme. Can, it, can you remember the first time watching this movie and and having that reveal? Did you did you pick up on the hints throughout that it may have actually been him, or or was it a big surprise to you? Do you? Um, I, I, usually I'll say that I, I picked up on that stuff, but I think I didn't really see it coming. Uh, I, there was, there was, there was part of me that was like, that's kind of shady, but I, I don't think I picked up on it. Yeah. And that's, that's when she escapes because she escapes from, um, this, uh, her friend's house who is a kind of like a comedy show host yeah, on, so, on the channel. Sort of like a nighttime, late night talk show host. Yeah. And uh and he makes a very openly brazen uh skit featuring the the Chancellor um on T V and and he's like, whatever, you know. Like I yeah, get all right, so much... they'll they'll sue us or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, I'll have to do community service. But it, big but, deal. It, but instead he gets uh knocked the F out and dragged out of his house. Yeah. Uh, it's it's implied that he's killed because of it. Yeah. And and that's that's sort of the state of the society that we're that we're dealing with. And so again, that's where you kind of have to give the benefit of the doubt to yeah. some of the some of the actions that take place. Right. And like, okay, yeah, change needs to happen. Yeah. But I mean, so so she she escapes from that situation. She gets all the way downstairs uh, out of the house, and she gets through the the uh, you know the, the gate of the fence. And somebody says, "Gotcha!" And it's like one of those soldiers, right? Yeah. Um, from there, that's when the interrogation part begins. So, like it, there was little fanfare for me at the time. Where it was like, it doesn't seem like she got caught by the real people. Yeah. Um, and of course, the, the only the only real hint, and I and it comes across more as you rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But she's never really interacting with more than one person at a time. Yeah, and that person is never showing their face, or you you never actually see who that person is. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. No change. No change. Uh, I, I haven't watched that one. It's a, it's okay. It's called Eye of the Beholder, okay. or a Special Place of Darkness. Um, but yeah, so it. She she goes through that process, doesn't really – she she's pretty pissed about it, but she still doesn't hate him and even agrees to come back and see him one more time. Um, but she's kind of – she still leaves. She doesn't stay with him. And she goes off and kind of uh, – she's still on the run. She's, she's not a free citizen. Um, but she's managed to take care of herself and stay in hiding using fake IDs and things like that. Yeah. Um, so in a way, what he did kind of still worked out. She wasn't she wasn't relying on other people necessarily to to kind of protect her. She could kind of protect herself. Yeah, um, but and and that's all done through the mirroring of the scenes, right? Where yeah. where she's standing up in the rain and she's like screaming out, but it's also flashing back to when V is coming out of the burning hospital, right? And he's you know in fires, just looking up. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, so let me ask you this, right? That's at the very end of the movie. They go out. Uh, Evie, she pulls the, the lever for the train to go straight to Parliament. And blow, All aboard. Blow that, that F, F, the up. What? Yeah. Blow, blow Which, the F up. But the investigator is there at the time. Right, right. What do you think about the investigator, right? He starts as kind of, 
he's always kind of on the fence with the government, right? He's not sure. always super uh, comfortable with what he's doing for the government, but he's still doing it, right? He's been a party member for decades. <laughs> yeah, even though he's from Ireland, right? Sure. Well, uh, his, his dad or his mother. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and he gets to the point where he's... Um, he just has a feeling about how it's all going to go down, right? When he finds out about the St. Mary's and what was it, it was actually for. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting... It's interesting watching his journey through the movie yeah, and, and seeing him really be in the inner circle for the government uh, running this investigative. It's weird because he doesn't seem like he should be in on the streets investigator. <laughs> Let's like investigating the case firsthand. Yeah. Uh, and also be reporting directly to the chancellor. I feel like <laughs> there should be a couple steps of leadership between that. Um, but you know, whatever, that's fine. It yeah. What, I mean, however you want to work your bureaucracy. Yeah, exactly. Is, is fine by us. Uh, cut out those middlemen as much as you can. Uh, but he does throughout this process, discover the information about the facility, what's going on the less than honorable means that that have gotten the chancellor where he is and um and really he as as more and more of that leadership sort sort of falls off uh is killed by v um <laughs> he's he's realizing okay no the established government that we have now there's something wrong yeah and while i know i should be stopping this this person maybe I kind of agree with what they're doing a little bit and, yeah. and sure he's, he's guilty by association through his inaction. Yeah. But may, I think he's okay with that. And, and really his decision not to, not to stop Evie at the very end is our, is our sign that, you know what? He, he, he'd been towing that line throughout the movie or, where you know, he, he puts, I guess a little disruptor. So any monitoring, Nobody can monitor what right. he says, yeah, yeah. right? Um, and then, of course, meeting with V toward towards the end, where he's like, "Okay, you know what? Like, okay, I know the truth now. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fight this this revolution anymore." Yeah. Um, and so he lets E V pull pull the lever. Train goes, blows up Parliament, and while that's happening, all these all these people in Guy Fox masks market hundreds. Yeah. At least at least twenty, twenty to a hundreds of yeah. of people. Twenty to a hundreds. <laughs> uh, they 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 march up to to Parliament, right? And as the the fireworks go off, and as the building goes up in a big pile of flame, um, fireworks, you see people start taking off their masks, yeah. and it's the people who have died from the, not from the government side, but from the people side, right? Mm-hmm. So you see uh, Stephen. Stephen Fry? Oh no, I messed that up. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know that you see the the lesbian couple that yep. that uh, from from the story from the story uh, the salt right flats uh, the the com- the comedy host the um, the little girl who who's like who's shot in the back with the glasses by yeah. one of the fingermen right yeah. um, and uh, so yeah what what do you th- what do you think of that that final series of images with the people removing their masks. It confused the crap out of me the first time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that dude's still alive. Awesome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no, this is symbolic. <laughs> this is this is not this is not real. Um, like, what's the what's the emotion that you had while watching that other than confusion? Yeah, uh, it's it's interesting. I think it's uh, I think it, it, it 
symbolizes sort of remembering these people and and sort of um showing that there is there there is a change and that their their deaths weren't necessarily in vain mm-hmm. um but it's showing that you know when everybody's out in the same mask you know they're all one person you know they're all anonymous if you will yeah um but realistically there are people behind those masks and there are people that have paid a di- varying prices but some people have paid the ultimate price uh for what they believe in yeah and 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 these and these individuals from very different walks of life uh have have had that happen and and but it's showing that okay from here we're stepping forward and and change is going to happen yeah well, that's I don't. What I, thought. I don't have anything else to add to that. That good. That sounds beautifully and, and succinct. I nailed it. <laughs> um, I want to. Okay, I want to talk real quick, uh, almost from just more of a an art critic, movie critic sort of standpoint. Okay. The the actual acting done. Okay. Uh, for for V. Natalie Portman's beautiful. Can't argue. Looks just like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the way that they were able to convey emotion and um, do do you like the portrayal of V in this movie? Um, even though he's in the mask the whole time, pretty much. Uh, um, does it bother you? Does it? I mean, what what is what is your takeaway? Somebody stop me! Some, <laughs> it's the mask. Uh, I, I, no, I got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, um, let me let me see. I think it was effective, right? I. I've never read the graphic novel still. So I, um, I, but I read that like the, the mask subtly changes throughout the, uh, throughout the graphic novel to, to symbolize some of the, the changes in his mood and stuff okay. like that. And that this movie does, does that same thing, but through like changes in lighting and, and, okay. um, yeah. angles. Right. Um, but there's, there's some, there's an interesting power behind just the way he, conveys the words the way he says things even though he's behind that mask right the, the mask never actually changes right the way he's saying things and his his body uh he's very expressive through his movement yes uh and even just subtle movements with his head and like neck and the like it right. really drives some of the delivery of his lines uh to a point where i'm i love i personally love the way that he acts as the character mm-hmm. without ever actually showing emotion to his face. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's uh, basically, I agree with you. Good. Basically. Fist bump. <laughs> Fist bump. Boom. Uh, uh, you guys can't see that much yeah. like we can't see V's facial. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anything else? I mean, I, do you want to, do you want to go any deeper into any other stuff? I mean, I, I really have, this isn't a movie I've watched a lot. I watched it 10 years ago. I think I own the DVD, but uh, I, I, it's probably I, only the second or third time I've really watched it. But it it, it still kind of holds up, and it, it's uh, it's interesting. It's it's a DC movie in yeah. a time when we've we've uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of poo pooed on DC movies. We, for a we, while we should have brought this up at the movie and comics panel. The other... for Vendetta. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I think it may have been in the back of my mind. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have a question for you, and this is in regard to the folks who wrote the screenplay. Okay. Uh, formerly the Wachowski brothers, now the Wachowski sisters. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this? Right. They, uh, the the clearest way that we can look at this is 
uh, for like Patriot Act and stuff like that post 9-11. Um, but a big part of that is the, the lesbian characters that are, that, that, that helps spur the change in Evie, right? Knowing that these were, this is a real woman who died in, in interrogation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like her, uh, what, what's it called? Like being, uh, oppressed a little bit. And, and then the Wachowski brothers at the time wrote this and then they became the Wachowski sisters. They obviously did sense eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, do you think there's a, a big part of that, that they, that they wanted to explore a little bit before they made that, made that change? Like, well, I mean, I mean, oh, uh, just the fact that at the time when the movie came out, we didn't know yeah. as much about them as we know now. Um, you know, I'm. You think that's like them, them like them figuring out like who they are in in this in this world, our real world. I right? I can't speak for how they felt specifically, especially because I'm so far separated from them that yeah. it's uh you know I can't I can't say uh with any sort of authority on that, but. It it would not shock me in any way if they highlighted that aspect of the story and sort of that portion of the government and things like that to to kind of drive across that that struggle for for the individual mm-hmm. and just the way that you know it's it's not it's not fictional really to um, explore governments and and sort of the impression of not just, you know, LGBT, but, you know, all kinds of different people. Um, And so I really think that they, but they did probably want to, to highlight that and, and reinforce it a little bit. Right on. Um, Right on. Cool. Thanks for answering that. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Anything else? Anything else I can do? No, 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 no. Uh, I will say that this is um, probably uh, one of, one of their better movies, right? I know they didn't yeah. direct it, right? But uh, yeah. uh, that's Derek McTeague, McTeague who directed it. Right. Um, but uh, as far as them writing it, I think that uh, this is one of their more effective films. Yeah, and and not just from the you know like the the V filled monologues and things like that, but really just sort of the um, the consistency in tone and sort of the interesting way that the story wraps between flashbacks and things that are going on there are there are quite a lot of characters to deal with and yeah. that are all kind of running on their own tracks mm-hmm. towards this you know ultimate finish line that where they all kind of come together but yeah. um it's it's really well put together and, and, I, and I like that as well i i i agree travis uh there's one more thing i want to say uh and this is just a it is stephen fry just real quick and that's during stephen fry's like comedy like little segment where yeah. they're doing the, uh, the, the, the Benny Hill, Hill moment. Theme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yakety sacks. Dexter was laughing so hard during that, <laughs> that part. And, and Chelsea and I looked at each other like we should let him watch Benny Hill more often. I yeah. guess it's British it's, humor. It's his thing. <laughs> get, get him started on Benny Hill yeah. and move him on to uh Monty Python. Yes. And then, you know, the and world is your oyster. The, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Um, Okay, this is it. I think we're both hesitant to end this episode. We are because you know this is it. the The next one we do, we're gonna we're gonna be over Skype or or over what is it? Pod, 
pod. It'll be scattered. Catch, it'll we'll, be scattered. We'll, yeah, we'll 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 <laughs> um, but thanks to everybody that, that is listening. If you did rewatch this movie, um, we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you agree with us, let us know. If you completely disagree with us, let us know. Let us know for sure. Um, if you hate us and you want to kill us, let us know. And listen to our last episode <laughs> talking about fandoms. Uh, go through the nearest law enforcement desk and, and have them pass it to us. Yeah. Yeah. As, as is typical protocol for <laughs> yeah. for getting any of your comments to uh, us. Is this the sheriff's department? I want to make a death threat to <laughs> apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, post P.O. Box, Hawaii. <laughs> Dingy Garage. <laughs> Dingy Garage, Hawaii. Um, yeah, so leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't done that already because you love the show and you couldn't help but rate it. Can help it. Um, next week, I have no idea what we're talking about because we are recording these so far in advance now. Yeah, uh, I don't even I don't even know what the state of film will be in three <laughs> weeks. Who knows? New cameras, five uh, D. <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. Who knows? Um, I'll be somewhere between California and Nebraska at that point. Cool. So I don't know. We'll we'll leave it up to chance. Uh, is that it? Do we that, remember that, everything? That is that is, is it, it, my friend. Thank, thank you so much for listening. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And hopefully we'll have a next one. Goodbye, garage. <laughs> Nobody does it better. <laughs> Makes me feel sad for the rest. Nobody does it. Garage as good as you. Garage, you're the best. Garage Dolphin. Uh, memoriam 2016 <laughs> in memoriam <laughs> <laughs>